What up, what up, what up? It's your boy, Keanu Banks, back in the building. You know what it is. Inside the Arsenal, I'm here. You here. We here. You know how we do. It's a new day, beautiful day. It's been a beautiful weekend. So shout out to y'all and, and enjoying your weekend and whatever's going on. Uh, for everybody that does the holiday season, the holiday spirit, whatever you want to call it. Uh, so anyway, moving forward, here's something that randomly came up and through a couple of conversations I've been having recently and something that I have been paying attention to and and can attest to to some degree, maybe not all the way, but um, at this juncture in life, um, I have legitimately been off of social media minus making these podcasts for a week. Well, technically eight days. And... There's some things that have come with that that I think are pretty dope. Um, but I'll be honest because I'm not going to try to make it sound like everything is just easy and great um, and flawless and all of those things. So I uh, I don't even know how long I'm going to do it. People have been asking me, like, how long are you going to do it for? But I, here's some things that I found interesting about not being on social media as someone who has the luxury or the the experience of living pre-social media days to also living through the times once social media became a thing and have witnessed it grow and experienced the growth of it. Uh, one thing is mental clarity is is there. Um, the first 48 hours were kind of difficult because there is a sense of uh, FOMO a little bit and not like you're missing out on some great event or whatever, it just put in perspective like, yo, I interact with people on a daily and people interact with me. But the funny thing is like when you're not on there, you're not worried about what to post and how to post and if people are going to like it or, you know, I, you know, how many likes you get or if people are commenting and, and keeping people engaged. And I know what comes with the territory. It's the world we live in and is technically not going away and all that stuff. However, it's been kind of cool to just be present with people that I've been around. Um, the gym I currently teach at was celebrating a two-year anniversary. So to be around, you know, those people or just to be home and, you know, I'm still on YouTube watching videos or writing notes in my notebook for different things that I want to do and setting goals and stuff and not waiting for the new year. You know what I'm saying? I'm, I'm not a new year, new me person. I'm more of a one day at a time, one moment at a time person. It doesn't matter if it's January, March or July, you know? Um, but it's funny because people assume that you have seen everything they've done because they put on social media. So, you know, I'll go into the gym or something like that. And people are like, oh, you didn't see what I did with my. And I'm like, no, I I don't know what you did. Oh, you didn't see I, I tagged you in. the. No, I didn't. I didn't see that either. And it's been a cool like detox, a cool cleansing, um, helping me refocus. I'm doing stuff that I should have been doing, you know, a long time ago, if you will. Reading a book currently. Um but like I said, I'm still on YouTube and most of my communication with 
business opportunities and stuff has been through email. So that part of it is, is really cool. Um, and I'm not saying that people have to do it. I just realized how much information that information that I'm not taking in because I'm not scrolling a feed and, you know, everything you see, your brain processes. And I think it makes sense to sometimes where I'm mentally drained and I'll think, like, why am I so drained mentally? And it's like, yo, I'm taking on this, 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 this and this. But there's beauty in it, too. And so I see the power of social media as well. So let me not. Hopefully this doesn't come across like I'm saying, get off social media and go go live in the woods, in the bush and wrestle with bears and stuff. I'm not saying that. But if that's what you want to do, have at it. You know what I'm saying? You might want to record that, make a YouTube or something because you might go viral. Nonetheless, um, was having this conversation because I feel like when it comes to choosing career paths and and doing what you want to do in life and all these things. I know that everyone doesn't want to be an entrepreneur and some people just want to be worker bees and some people just want to be comfortable with a nine to five and have their you know weekends off or a couple holidays or whatever. And if you choose that and that's your world, great. But I've always had this kind of against the grain mentality. Um, I've said this before, like all the men in my family were military guys. They were in the army. And so someone had asked me like, well, you never wanted to join the military? And I said, no. And that's no disrespect to the people who have, you know, big ups and respect to you guys. But I was like, no, that's never been my thing. When I was in um, the seventh grade and living in Berlin, Germany, I was in ROTC and we had to mimic a lot of the military lifestyle. We had to wear you know, BDUs, we had to shine our boots, we had to shine our class A or whatever. I don't even remember what's what, but I know we had to wear the uniforms and earn the, you know, different ranks. And I learned how to twirl a rifle and do all these things. And I just knew that for me, the sample of it, even though I'm sure it's way different as a as an older, you know, young male or going really into it for real, there's probably some big differences, but I knew that that was not something that I wanted to do. And it's interesting because I'll talk to people in in real life about their careers and, you know, schooling and all these things that we've been taught. And the purpose of what I'm saying is like, things are changing whether we like it or not. And it's, it's a new day, so to speak. And the reason I'm saying that is because now you can literally go online build a brand and build a business to your audience, to what you want and potentially make a career and and a lot of money doing something that you love without a bunch of the middleman antics and tactics that it used to be. And, you know, I grew up in an era where we're taught, go to school, get a degree and hopefully get a good job. And you work that job until you can retire in a 401k or whatever. And, And then you spend the last few years of your life doing whatever. And so I was kind of curious because uh, um, someone had said to me, yeah, I I know people who are, you know, $50,000 in debt because of school. And I know people that are $500,000 in debt because of school. And I'm like, yo, that's wild. So 
it, it sparked my curiosity to say some of these people I follow on YouTube, I just, you know, Google is your friend now, right? So nosy, you can find out pretty much whatever. So I want to find out what one of these younger kids makes that I watch who does reaction videos. So the topic was about reaction videos. And I was saying, yo, some reaction videos are reaction videos that, that you know, are based off of, uh, you know, some people watch music videos from the 90s, from the early 2000s to now, and they just react to what they see, you know, they react to the lyrics, um, which I think is cool because some of these younger kids are actually paying attention and saying, yeah, I ain't a fan of the mumble rap. And they appreciate that an artist can put something together lyrically and say, wow, did you catch that? Or wow, did you like, yo, rewind that. Yo, he said this or she said this. And there's a guy that I follow who does reaction videos to sports videos. And I've probably been watching this kid. I'm saying a kid, but he's a young man. I've been watching him for uh, probably like two years now. And I was like, I wonder how much this dude makes making YouTube video. I just want to know because I'm looking at, okay, well, clearly he doesn't have to go $250,000, $100,000, $300,000 in debt to create content and then try to climb out that hole. And spend the rest of his life trying to crawl out that hole. Now, I don't know if this is all the way facts or, you know what I'm saying, if it's Google facts or whatever you want to call it. Uh, however, I come to find out that this kid makes a good almost seven figures <laughs> making YouTube videos. Now, I'm not saying that's easy because if you scroll his catalog there's a lot of videos and that means there's been a lot of work done and consistency and editing and whatever. But at the end of the day, I'm like, yo, on average, this dude probably making twelve, thirteen thousand dollars a month doing something he enjoys, not just doing something for the money, but saying doing something that he enjoys. Um, and now he's coming out with a clothing line. So on top of that, and not just selling merch, but a clothing line. And to me, even though I'm older, I'm like, yo, this is inspirational. It's like, keep doing what you do, you know, when you have your passions and whatever and figure it out. Now, there might be some new, I know there's like TikTok out there. I don't know much about that currently. Um, but even one of my boys who has children was like, yo, you got to get this app and this happened. He's like, man, my kids put me onto this and we got to learn from them too because I don't have kids, however. But we got to learn from them, too, because they putting us on game on how this whole social media and how these things work. And people are creative in their own right. I just started watching this YouTube cartoon called Lil Ron Ron. And this literally has me in tears because I'm like, yo, this is hilarious. It's funny. It's relatable, especially if you like black coal, you grew up in a black household. It's just funny. And. I'm like, yo, these young kids are creating things that in the past they would have to go through some type of gatekeeper or would Holly Weird allow them to have this cartoon or would they try to water it down or whatever? And to know that, like, yo, they came up with these characters, they drew this and however that thing works, I don't even know, but it's inspiring. 
to say, man, you can really create the life you want and do what you want, reach the masses, if you will, and then learn a lot about growing in business and whatever without having to go through the typical oh, four years of college or eight or whatever for a piece of paper. Now, I'm not discrediting anybody who went to school and, you know, they got scholarships or they had to learn a craft um, like a doctor or a lawyer. You know what I mean? Stuff like that. I'm like, okay, you, you can't just YouTube your way through that. But there's a lot of information out there. And I just find it fascinating that we live in a time where you can make six to seven figures, even if you made five, right? Like if you made five figures, if you made $85,000 a year doing what you enjoyed, wouldn't you, I mean, I guess it's whatever, but wouldn't you enjoy that even more? And I think even in, in conversations in the fitness industry, um, someone recently said to me, well, this industry doesn't pay. And I'm like, well, it does. But what is the mindset of fitness professionals? What is the mindset of a, of a group fitness instructor? If your mindset is there's no money in this and we're all a lot of us are absolutely passionate. But why can't you be passionate and get paid for what you're passionate about? That's where I start to question things like, yo, it's, you're right. We don't just chase a bag. But shouldn't we get the rewards on top of the rewards of helping other people change their lives? Shouldn't we get the reward of, yo, I can make a living doing the thing that I love that might spark and open more doors, which will spark opening opportunities and, in, 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 uh, you know, for other people? I was listening to an interview with Clay Thompson, who's an NBA uh, basketball player, uh, if you don't know, and plays for the Golden State Warriors. And he was talking about, like, financial literacy and how, you know, he was a guy who played ball. And when he got his first check, he didn't know. He was like, it was like 35000 And he goes, but I never seen that much money at once before. And how many of us can say that we have? You know what I mean? And He's saying, but yeah, I had to be smart. He said, I'm really not like a car guy like that or whatever. But I'm listening to this dude talk about, yeah, I I buy the things that I like. But what made the interview special was he said, and now he goes, I didn't go to school to be a a capital. uh, What do they call him? Uh, I don't know. That's why I'm drawing a blank. Somebody probably just filled it in whatever. You know what I mean? He didn't go to school to learn how to invest in other people's uh, capital ventures. Is that what it's called? I don't know. Someone correct me. Anyway, but he said that, but because he's in a position where he makes a really good amount of money, he's like, yeah, at first I just was throwing my money to whatever I thought would make me money. He said, but as I've grown and I'm getting older and more mature, now I will invest my money into things that I believe in, things that I think are great and things that I actually enjoy myself. And to me, that was like a message right on time. No matter how much 
money you have or whatever. It's like, yo, yeah, do the things that you enjoy. But when you get to a space where you can help other people, to me, that's like the best feeling. It doesn't have to be fitness. It doesn't have to be the workout. It doesn't, it could be anything. But if I can say, oh, I met this kid who's passionate about, you know, art and whatever, and they need some help, man, that would be dope to just be in a position to say, hey, I'm going to help you do this and watch them grow and, and win and, you know, win in their lane, in their career choice or whatever they're passionate about. And so a lot of these things have have been on my mind and me not being on social media allowed me to focus on some other things that I probably would have skipped over or I wouldn't even be looking at it in the way that I'm looking at it and saying, man, this is pretty impressive that we have different avenues of being able to generate income. But some of us will struggle because our mindset is scarcity. Our mindset is there's no money in this. Our mindset is, well, I can't do that because somebody else already doing it. There's nothing new under the sun. Everybody, I see other people doing reaction videos. But it's about you. I have my favorite people that I pay attention to. But it was something about their energy and their passion where I'm like, yo, I'll rock with this person. I'll click on somebody else's reaction just to see. And I'm like, ah, nah, I'm not really feeling. But somebody else might see it the other way. But at the end of the day, there's companies and, and, and businesses out there willing to pay, you know, for you promoting something to their audience or to your audience, I mean. And I just think it's interesting how so many people will just say, oh, well, all I can do is work. I don't have time. I, I work my job and I just don't have time. I mean, you better make the time easy. No, I'm not saying walk in the park. Not saying that either. Not at all. But the fact that the opportunity in the 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 you know the opportunity is there to be able to do stuff where we I don't know about y'all, but like I feel like this is stuff we used to wish or dream about. You know, I can FaceTime, I can see my my people on my phone, or I can reach people in a whole nother country, or you know, I can I can vibe, I can create something. You know, even for me, and, and if I just see people wearing my merchandise, especially if I grew up with them in Germany or they don't even live where I live. If someone says, hey, I just got this in the mail and they tag me in a post, it feels great. It's not just, oh, I made some money off of that. Man, that money already came in and either got reinvested or spent on a bill. So it's like, yo, this is amazing. Even at a lower level, when we talk about financially, even at a lower level, because in the past, man, you probably would have printed up some shirts and sold them to your circle of friends. And that's the end of them shirts. That's the end of that. Unless somebody magically. Sometimes I'm like, how did people do stuff back in the day? Oh, yeah. Word of mouth. And don't get it twisted. Even with social media, word of mouth is still one of the most powerful forms of growing stuff that there is. Because people trust the people around them. So when they say something positive about you or that you're the go-to person for X, Y, and Z, 
the people already trust you ahead of time. You don't have to prove anything. And so at the end of the day, man, I don't know who listening to this, even this podcast. Sometimes I'm like, yeah, some people tell me they listening. I don't know who this is going to reach, but whoever's out there, I don't care what age you are. If you know deep down inside there's something you should be doing, start to work on that thing that you should be doing. Don't worry about how it's going to work and all that stuff. Who cares? It's part of the journey. But if you just some of this stuff and some people, older people get mad. Man, I went to school and I did da, 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 And here come these kids who didn't even have to go through what I got gone through and they making more money than me. Well, it's time to adapt. It's time to respect that side because I respect the hustle. You don't get no one point seven, eight, nine million subscribers on YouTube. Not being consistent or not putting in the work. You have to respect the work. And when you respect the work and you consistent, it'll pay off. I can't speak from that. I could be I'm guilty, too. I have a YouTube channel that I barely deal with. And I went on it today and I was like, man, <sighs> the reality is, man, it's not going to work unless you consistent. And, and I've been inconsistent in that arena. But I needed to step away from social media because I'm like over here. I'm pulled in this direction, that direction, all these different directions. So my focus is everywhere. Where it's like, yo, dial in. I start going on some people workout YouTube channels just to see like, yo, what makes this person have two million subscribers? They ain't doing nothing that I haven't done or, or can't do. Or they not even doing it at the way I would do it with the energy and stuff that I would bring. But I can't be mad at them because guess what? They doing the work. And sometimes I think we get caught in the the instantaneous, the microwave, the right now. 30 seconds, bing, ready to go. And other people view, they see the marathon, they see the long run, they see the bigger picture. And even I was guilty of that. Like, man, I've been making these videos and whoop, whoop. now I'm like, oh, OK. This dude in his house doing his workouts, doing this, that. and the I'm like, all right, well. And I have to make the decision and be honest with myself. Hey, bro, you ain't consistent on there. You ain't even relevant on there like that. So people ain't checking for your stuff like that. All right, cool. And maybe this helps someone out there who wants to do something. So what other people are doing it? Everything you do, just look around. How many fast food chains are there? How many apartment buildings are there? How many houses? How many cars? How many department stores and, and what? How, how, how many coffee spots? There's uh, Everyone's doing something. So this whole like, oh, well, well you know, uh, oh boy, already doing it. So I can't do it. Huh? That's why you should do it. Because you're going to attract the people who vibe with you. But if your energy is, eh, well, this won't work, then it's not going to work. And I've been there. So I just wanted to get that out and say, man, yeah, I'm on day eight of my detox. And here's some things that I've been learning uh, uh, throughout the little journey. How long it's going to last. Like I said in the beginning, I have no idea. And I'm going to have to get back on 
because I also still run, run a business. You know what I mean? That I'm trying to grow and 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 build. That I am growing and building. But it helped me put a lot of stuff in perspective and it's helping me get out some of my thoughts and ideas and game plan and stuff for 2020, if you will. But just for life in general. And I look at these kids as inspiration. And say, okay, why not me? Even, oh, like I'm a huge Dodge Charger fan, right? When you want to talk about cars, huge Love the cars, love them. My reasoning might sound silly, but I, to my soul, believe if a Dodge Charger worked out, that's what it would look like. And I love to work out. So that's what I like. I don't care what check anybody cut. That's what I like. Now, there's different levels, of course, and we don't need to get into all that. But I also follow people who are part of like the Mopar and Dodge Charger um, car clubs and stuff. Right. That's what they do. And all they do is vlog and record. Oh, I'm over here. I did this to my car. Some of these people are my age. Some of these people are there's some kids that's like 18, 17. I'm not mad at them like, dang, how they get that car 18. I just respect it for what it is. And I'm like, yo, but they doing their thing. They enjoying life. You know, they say living your best life. It ain't about, and it's not a show. Like sometimes people are like, oh, well, you, you know, you just want to, you don't even need that. And I'm like, yeah, but you not me. I don't tell you what you need to do or what you should have. I like what I like. Click Thompson said that. I'm not a car person. He said he, he bought a bunch of clothes that he never was wearing. So he got rid of them. And he said, but I, I'm from Portland, Oregon, and I like the outdoors. I like the water. He said the water's therapeutic for me, so I bought a boat. Man, that's what's up. And not a boat to stunt on nobody. It's just like, man, that's what I enjoy. So let people like what they like. But I follow some of this stuff because it's just inspiration. Like, yo, these kids are doing their thing. And this didn't exist before. I couldn't just go on YouTube and type whatever I want and find it. Or go on Google and type whatever I want and get the information. But we were, we were, we come up in a force fed information age where, well, this is the way it is and that's how it goes. And there was no way to find out otherwise unless you really just had something deep within you to say, oh man, I'm gonna go do this anyway without knowing. And now the information is there, the opportunity is there. So, Create the content. And I'm talking to you, but I'm talking to me. Do the thing. My dude, Brian Thompson, said, do the thing. And that's what I've learned in these eight days of not being on social media. It's my own detox. I challenge you to take a, a few days off, maybe a week, maybe three days, whatever, and just see what you're able to come up with. See what you can write or see what your thoughts are doing or see how you feel. See what happens to your mental clarity. See what happens to your energy and your vibrations. Anyways, so that being said, man, I appreciate y'all for tuning in. Make sure y'all follow my Instagram, Arsenal by Kenyatta. I'm having some website ideas. So I, got, I mean, ideas. I'm so, this is hilarious. Um, I'm having some website issues. Therefore, it is under construction currently. 
arsenalbykiana.com. So there ain't nothing there right now. Anyways, I appreciate y'all for tuning in, man. Till the next time, peace, love, and fire ants. You know how we do.